0: Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, we are gathered in your house to hear your holy word. We pray that you would speak to us through it, dispel our doubts and fears, and comfort us in our sorrow. Strengthen our faith with the outpouring of your Holy Spirit, that we may cling to you in true faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The text for our meditation this morning is written for us in Luke chapter 10 verses 38 through 42. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house and she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered her and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. So far our text. Please be seated. In Jesus the Christ, dear fellow redeemed, God's grace, mercy, and peace are yours through Jesus our Savior. Amen. I want to begin this morning with an apology Last Friday, when I was in this pulpit, sharing God's Word with you, I was a little troubled. I had a runny nose. I was very nervous. But then as I was preaching the sermon, I was struggling to keep my emotions in check. For almost the whole sermon, I just wanted to burst into tears. I'm not sure why, I haven't done the work yet, but I'll try and get to the bottom of that. But when I looked at my sermon on video to critique it, as I often do, I noticed that I came across with a sternness that I didn't intend. As I was trying to hold back my emotions, I couldn't even smile for fear that the floodgates would be opened my distraction in in mind and heart caused me not to perform the way that I wish I would have. So I'm sorry for that, and I definitely will try to do better in the future. Now, I was planning to make that apology to you anyway, but it just so happens that that's a great touch point to our text. Mary was of a divided mind and heart that day when she invited Jesus as a special guest into her home. She was distracted with so many things, some of them very important. And I think if you were to ask or able to ask Mary after that day, she'd probably say, I didn't perform like I would have wanted to. She was upset because she had a very honored guest in her house. And if we put the best construction on it, we'd have to say Mary loved that guest. Her intent was to be a great hostess to Jesus. This wonderful teacher who had taught her the truths of God's word. She wanted to honor him. By providing well for him, by serving him, but what happened? Somehow Mary got off track. Excuse me, Martha. There's a little slip. Okay, okay. Martha got off track. She began to resent the fact that her sister Mary wasn't helping her. And her her service to the Lord and her being a great hostess actually caused her to want to deprive Mary of the chance to sit at Jesus' feet. What may have started out as loving devotion toward this great teacher and Lord. Soon got all tangled up in sin. What was at one point clear in a head and a heart. Soon became disturbed and disquieted. She became distracted. And this bubbled away inside of her. You can imagine her kneading the bread, even grumbling against Mary, sitting out there at Jesus' feet. Maybe even a little jealous that she wasn't sitting there too. That that tension of her desires to serve or to be served. And finally, it bubbled over the top. She went straight to Jesus, Lord, don't you care Now, whether she was upset at Jesus or just upset at Mary, we we can't really tell. But we know she was upset. She was upset that she was the only one serving. Or so she thought. Jesus then took that opportunity to serve Martha. Martha. He served her by giving her a priority check and pointed her back to the one thing needful. Serving Jesus is important. We're told to do it. In fact, in 1 Corinthians 7 verse 35, it tells us to have undistracted devotion to the Lord we're to serve the Lord but often that starts with being served by him it's when Jesus serves us and and shows us how much he loves us and meets that inner need that we have it's only then that his love for us can overflow in service for others that's why Mary chose the better part she sat at Jesus' feet and heard the one thing needful How focused are you on being served by Jesus? It's very easy for us to procrastinate. I think that's something that all college students, well I shouldn't, many college students struggle with. (laughs) Procrastination, and i got to admit I've struggled with it at times too. Now, sometimes when we procrastinate, we'll speak of it as if we're the victim. I just procrastinated on that as if we were passive in all of that and not active. But the reality is when we procrastinate, what we're really doing is choosing something else as a greater priority. Maybe it's a couple hours of COD or Or watching a TV show, Netflix, series. We're not passive then. We're actively choosing to do something, whether we're cognizant of it or not. In those times when we procrastinate, we are assigning something else in the moment as a greater priority. And that's very easy to do as a Christian in our spiritual life. There are many things in our life that that press in our mind as very important. And some of those things we can even label as serving the Lord. But the greatest priority that everyone needs is to be served by Jesus. Jesus. And he has served you. He told his disciples, do not think that the Son of Man has come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus was so focused on on getting you to heaven that Luke records that at one point he resolutely set out for Jerusalem. Jerusalem. From that point there was one thing on Jesus' mind. Getting to the cross to pay for your sins. He knew that of all the things that you need that's the one thing that you need most. Because without his cross You can't be in heaven with him. So with a focused mind, with your salvation as the priority, he journeyed to Jerusalem and suffered and died on the cross in payment for your sins. So that one day you can be with him in heaven. You're going to hear a lot at Bethany about the one thing needful. And, and maybe you're going to hear it so much that, oh yeah, that again. It will never change. There will only ever be one thing that is truly needed. And you know the truth of that. Because you know what's in your heart. You know what you struggle with day after day. You need to hear all of the time that Jesus loves you. That he suffered and died in payment for your sins. And that one day, you're going to be in heaven. May God grant you his spirit so that one thing needful becomes your chief priority in life. And may it comfort you and sustain you until you're finally with Jesus in heaven. To him be the glory, now and forever. Amen. Now may the peace of God which transcends all understanding Guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen.